Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. This is the space where I get men together, drill into their skulls, and we try to work out how the male brain actually works and the male body. It started as a project in an area of mental health. We know when men speak to each other more, uh, male mental health outcomes improve, men need to check in more. Generally, when men talk, they have better outcomes on physical health and mental health. That's where it started. It has rapidly evolved into a space where nosy women turn up to open the Haynes manual of a man's brain and look in. It's a 50-50 listenership. We need descriptions of how men are working. We need to anatomize how men are working and tell women as well as getting men talking. That's what it's about, man baggage. And it would be the easiest thing in the world for me to get banging male guests and us to sit here like, having lad conversations about how we can improve men. And there are loads of shows and podcasts like that. Go listen to them. They're amazing. However, point of difference, I always have a female auditor, a strong female presence who can call bullshit on any sexist generalizations or anything we've drifted into. You know what women are like. We might not know what women are like. And that's where we find ourselves today. And for a treat, we're in the studio. And for a double treat, someone who I invited thinking I'd be told, fuck off, but said yes. So busy. If you were in the comedy world, you would be Ramesh Ranganathan. If you're not, you're in the <laughs> fitness world, making you James Smith. So influential everywhere. Book coming out, How To Be Confident. That's your second book, isn't it? Third. Third book. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, thanks for coming, man. No, I really appreciate being um, here. You've taken, I mean, there's lots of influential PTs and physical um, trainers and body coaches online, but what you've done is completely different. You've sort of turned the conversation on its head, calling bullshit on trends, or rather giving your unvarnished opinion on trends. And also liberating, I suppose, blokes like me so that we can get fit in a, in a realistic way that fits in with the real life of being knackered and having a job and all that. Did you set out to do that at the beginning? Not really. When I was in the beginning, I was just trying to, you know, get the evidence across, trying, guys, this is interesting. But almost with some of your work as well, you'll have a very salient topic and you'll make it funny. And by making it funny, you can then hold someone for the whole duration of that topic. So I do that with just a pinch of education where it was only when I started, you know, putting inappropriate jokes, maybe being crass, facetious, that I'd retain a better, stronger audience and give someone a compelling reason to share which is a big part of growth strategy. And yeah, it's been a learning. I'm still learning now about what people like, what people don't like. Mm. And I suppose for me, there was a moment where I was like, I'm not gonna be the most muscular personal trainer. I'm not gonna be the most shredded, but you know what? I'm not gonna be the most boring. 
and the mm. people I learn from are pretty dry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because what you're saying is almost a, a, an analogy of what we do here. We are realized that men's mental health, it might be uncomfortable for some women, even some men to hear. There's better outcomes when humor is used, when inappropriate jokes are used, when facetiousness is used. Is Gary all right? His wife's left him. Gary, you wanker, what a fine <laughs> chat in that order. It's hard to explain to women that don't understand it, but men, particularly men, need humor. And talking of holding someone in place by the force of humor, a wife, several leagues above me in looks but i used humor to trap her <laughs> into sex uh, i'm joined by my wife lindsay kane here so there was a drop out of the last minute so lindsay's filled in thanks for that such a dick and i could have put that fee that i've saved back into more production values like this <laughs> so lindsay's going to help me because we can spare about a million things with you i'm not suggesting you can only talk about physical fitness but i i just wouldn't forgive myself if we didn't talk about body confidence with you because it doesn't mean what it used to mean when my, my dad was, a, I don't know if you know, was a semi-professional bodybuilder, steroid injecting, weightlifting, decadrabbling, 5% body fat. Oh, look how big my muscles are. Wait a minute, my aorta's was fucked. Goodbye, dad, 2003. So that was my dad's life. So I've got skin in the game, paper thin, 3% body fat, skin in the game. And back then, body confidence meant look great, feel great. It fucking does not mean that anymore. Nonetheless, let's try and define it. It's how a person feels about the way they look. What's changed is our definitions of what way people look has moved on. It's a dangerous area, this. So if you think you're going to be triggered if you've got issues around body dysmorphia, if you're overweight and can't handle for any frank discussion, maybe switch this one off and sit it out. But in your opinion, James, we will come to you in a moment, babes, are men more body confident than women? Do you train the sort of equal amount or did? It's difficult because the metrics have changed. I mean, if we rewind maybe 30 years, the definition of what a manly man would be, would be, you know, provides for his family, comes home, hair on his chest, yep. or yeah, you know, I know how to use a hammer and a drill. You're, you're a man. Now suddenly, if you don't shave your legs, shave or get your chest waxed and you don't have massive pecs and, you know, perfectly chiseled jaw, you're not a man. So Let's not make it just about me. <laughs> the standards have changed, but then again, the standards have changed for women. So yeah, yeah. we're in such like a, a nuanced debate, but it's also at the same time, something that's been hijacked, uh, you know, by almost an extreme body positivity that's yeah. lended itself to media and, and being echo chambered as well, because now you can't talk back against the body positivity movement. So yeah. it's very clear from the onset that some people, especially plus size models who absolutely have a position in the industry are now being taken advantage of by big companies in a, an attempt to virtue signal. Look how much we care, we're going to pick this person to promote our product. And that almost is doing a disservice to the body positivity movement. But like you said before, how we feel is the most important thing about how we look, but we've never lived in a world where it's so easy to expose ourselves to, to the top, not even 1%. I mean. If we look at the world's population and the amount of genetic freaks that are out there, let's say 0.0001% of the world, no matter what they do, are gonna look like a Greek God. That's thousands of people that we can follow on social media. Yeah. And the way that the algorithms work, these people are gonna go straight to the top echelon of engagement. So, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, you could do 10 press ups, squat your body weight and run 5K. You might be in the best shape in your town. But now, because we've got such access and reach to far corners of the earth, it's very easy to feel depressed about that. Same way with people that are incredibly rich. You know, you go into TikTok, people with Bugatti Veyrons, people buying 200 grand watches, all of these things. And when you look at Rolexes and all these cars and everything, it makes you feel like, oh, I don't have much money. 
but not many of us wake up and look at, oh, what's uh, Jeff Bezos got in his bank account? We don't get that on our NatWest and go, oh, bloody hell. But when we have our physiques, we do look in the mirror and go, wow, I'm not worthy. You know, I don't have what it takes. And again, it is like we're competing with that top 0.1% mm. and almost intentionally depressing ourselves. There's, there's so much that I want to unpack. There's about five topics in there. So forgive me if we go back to some of what you've said. I mean, just to get from you, Linz, the, the answer from the top, you must have noticed a, a difference about body confidence in men versus women. I mean, I went on my first lads holiday, you know, with all my mates when we went to Las Vegas. Yeah. And we are already in our 30s. It's the first holiday where I had men in my group. We're going to pool party. All oh, right. Um, do you reckon I can leave a t-shirt? Language I'd never heard coming out of men's mouth. We'd gone all the way through our 20s, like, I've got a rabbit smoking a spliff tattooed on my flabby belly, England. I just <laughs> ne would never cross our minds. Imagine going back in a time machine and saying to Jermaine Greer, I've got some bad news. Uh, women will get a bit more power, but not, not equal wages. But what's going to happen instead is men will descend to their level of paranoia and, and waxing and eating disorder to join them in a shaved body hell. But who do you think is more body confident? Have you noticed a difference in how, in how men are? I, I genuinely think it's a real mix. It's just interesting people, like I think obviously social media plays a massive, well, the, the, one of the biggest parts. I did a, a thing recently with Paul Moore. He's like a, a coach, um, business coach or men, like mental, yeah. it just helps you get in, you know back on track basically. And it was the women's one and we had like a little WhatsApp group. And all the, most, a lot of the women were like, oh my God, I'm really nervous about getting in the bikini. And and I was like, just don't give a fuck. Don't get, no, no one cares about your cellulite or how, you know, what you look like. That's just you, how you feel. But they're worried about themselves. And I think if you could go back and tell younger people, like just, I think what I'm trying to say is people care about themselves and not bothered about what you look like, you know, there's in a, a bikini. There's a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt that says, people wouldn't care so much about what other people think if they realized how seldom they do, which is saying, mm -hmm. People don't realize how little other people care about yourself. Yeah. If they did, yeah. you wouldn't care so much. It's actually liberating. So when I'm working with some stand-ups backstage, I mean, I've, I've got over that hill in, in my life. I have to. With stand-up, you would just be dead from depression within five years if you yeah. worried about what everyone was thinking about you because yeah. in a thousand people in an audience, a hundred people again can't stand this cunt with their yeah. eyes. But uh, I'll be backstage with newer comics again. I did this line on TV like five years ago. What if the audience recognized it? Oh, mate. You'll be lucky if they remember you. Yeah. People so have true. got fucking kids, yeah. cancer, careers. Do you think they're going to remember a joke you did on Live at the Apollo in 2008? And that for me is a metaphor about all the other stuff you're talking about. You need to get out of get your head. Get out of your head, uh, your own head. Like no one gives a fuck, no one cares. So far as the body positivity thing, I don't want to get, get in trouble here. So please just stop. Just stop watching now, yeah? Stop. Turn off. Right, they fucked off. <laughs> People that can't handle it and light up Twitter getting triggered and need to get covered in pseudocreme because everything hurts. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Okay, they've gone. Body positivity, right? Why can it not mean a full acceptance of, so if I look in the mirror and, I, and I'm overweight, I can accept in a non-depressed way, that's who I am, and be positive about who I am today, but mix it with a knowledge of what health is and a will to change. Why has we got to a place where you're not allowed to have those two things together? If I'm body positive, I must not acknowledge there's any issues with being over, overweight, because you could you could acknowledge the health issues whilst having an environment of acceptance. Because it, it, it they contradict themselves, like the they NHS. No, but the themselves. NHS like will say things that, that that we don't necessarily agree with, and we're like, well, actually, 
that's not actually true. You know, put more carbs on your plate, less, you know, how the NHS sort of describe it to people, especially the older generations, they think, well, they're, the NHS and my doctor said I need to have that, I need yeah, to yeah, eat that cereal. Yeah, but that's not what well. I mean. I'm, the NHS won't say, you know, like, B16 stone is all good. The NHS will say obesity causes cancer. And then there was an outrage. I remember there was a post yeah, no, from the cancer saying obesity yeah. causes cancer and people were outraged by I that. I think there's one component we're missing, which is effort. Yeah. So I think that when it comes to body positivity, I will happily accept anyone's physique as long as they are putting in maximal effort. If someone's doing their best, they're raising four kids, they're in a council estate in Derbyshire and they're like, this is the best I can do. I'm like, well, you need to kind of accept that because that's not going yeah. to change. But what I can't stand is where we've got people that aren't putting in effort. And yes, education comes into it, but effort comes first. So people try their hardest. And then we say, hey, do you know what? This is probably a better thing to do with your nutrition. This is a better thing to worry about. This is something not to worry about because Ultimately, myself, like one of my key components is there are days where I put on a pair of budgie smugglers. We, we swim in Speedos in Australia. And like, uh, if I ever do like a holiday with the lads, I get all the lads in Speedos because if people scan the pool of all the people trying their hardest, they'll go, well, everyone here looks malnourished, but these lads look like they're gonna have a good time, which is ultimately what we're trying to do on holiday. But there are days, even when I feel deflated a little bit in my head, I have to overcome it and go, are you doing your best? I go, do you know what? Well, for how busy my work schedule is, the amount of work I'm doing, I'm doing my best in my nutrition, I'm doing the best in my training. And as long as I can honestly say that to myself, positivity with the outcome has to be the byproduct. Otherwise you're setting yourself up to fail because if you can't accept your best efforts, then what the hell else can you accept? Yeah. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What type of things do you think make men feel more body confident? I'll tell, I'll tell you now, I'm, I'm older than you. It what didn't used to be a six pack. It was not discussed. It was like, oh great, I've got a fiver. Uh, I've got some petrol money. I've got a fivers of weed. Uh, all my mates are here. Let's go and see if we can pull some girls. That, that's as far as you're thinking. A new tee, I've got a new t-shirt. Oh, that's sick, that. Yeah, yeah, Fat Gary's here. In fact, Gary will be covered in flange by the end of the night. Oh, like, I'm sorry that. to use that word. And uh, No, but what I mean is, now it would be like, you ready for Ibiza? Yeah, oh my God, you look great, David. I know, I got eight pack. It's like, what the fuck happened to us? I think uh, other men are to blame a lot. And the same yeah. way you might agree that us men try and impress other men and yeah. women try and impress other women. 
And so, you know, one thing that, you know, I look through my comments all the time, men attack other men about their hairline. Oh, really? So like, yeah. people are okay, like- I've had a lot of that. Oh my God, So like, really? I'll just shave it off or just do this. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? You're not helping each other. Uh, do you skip leg day? Guys on guys in comments area, especially TikTok, Twitter, things like that. Oh my God. Somehow, I think there are a lot of men in this country that aren't having a good time. We talk about mental health and other yeah. things. But as a way of getting a leg up or feeling better about themselves, they try to tear down other men. On leg yeah. day, ironically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know, so I'm, I'm a personal trainer, I train people, whatever, but if someone's prerogative, they want to train their fucking legs or not, yeah. you know? If someone goes, do you know what? I just don't enjoy leg training. I love training upper body. I work in trousers. Who am I to say to him, no, that's incorrect. I, your values are wrong. I need to change you. But yeah, so we have this of, of men trying to impress other men, tear them down. So I think that is decaying. Body, you know, it's body worse, positivity. It's getting more toxic, more poisonous, more messed up. Yeah, because people are going, you know, like look at the amount of people going to Turkey for a hair transplant. You know, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I love yeah. watching old films, right? Where Nicolas Cage, look, one strong breeze would have blown his hair off. Yeah. yeah. But for 10, 15 years, he was the the hottest thing in Hollywood. Yeah. And you know, there's Bruce Willis when he was starting off. Even Mel Gibson's got receders, and I was like. Jason Statham. Statham yeah, there was nothing wrong with that. He's not exactly going to die a virgin Statham, is he? No, but so we're, we're getting in this world where suddenly we're setting standards and who's setting these standards? Yeah. And one thing that you say about, you know, women body positivity, one thing that I really like is for a long time, women used to go to gyms, use cardio machines, do like cardio, cardio, cardio. But then suddenly women are now in pursuit of getting stronger. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. I'll probably get cancelled for this, but I think the high-waisted legging was one of the best thing that Lululemon ever created because women were suddenly like, do you know what? I'm not going to worry about this two pounds of fat on my stomach and instead I'm going to barbell hip thrust more than any lad in the gym. Yeah. And when their focus got shifted onto lifting weights, going in, developing, getting stronger, rather than just trying to get themselves skinny for the next holiday, they're like, how can I find the next five kilograms of my barbell hip thrust, yeah. my squat? And the physique of women is actually changing a bit now and I think it's for the better. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Bums, yeah. bums and a bit of body muscle. Nice. I, th I think um, Chrissy Seller, is that how you pronounce yeah. her name? Like yeah. she she brought out a book and I'd never read a fitness book before, but I did because I like her, I like her app. And um, it, her book actually changed the way I train because I was like, I can't be bothered half the time. I try, but I can't be honest. I hate, I've, I've been doing it now for like three years and I hate every second of it. Only recently it's clicked for me because it's the, what she's saying in her book is what most people do. I need to get toned from a holiday. I need to do this. It's quite a short term thing. It's not sustainable. It's not, you know. It's for the wrong reasons. Yeah, for well. the wrong reasons. And she's, you know, when you see all Simon Semek with the, your why and all these like business books, but actually she's like, you need to find your why in fitness. Why is it that you're doing it? Mm -hmm. So it's not about your next holiday. It's about, I want to be here for my kid. I want to be here for, for as long as possible with my family. I want to look hot for my husband. These are all your you know, the things. And I think that's massively changed the way I look at fitness. They say the man who loves walking will walk further than the man that loves the destination. Yeah. So that's the person I would change that quote to because we don't want to be, we want to be inclusive of women here. But you know, the person, and that's it exactly with most of my work with fitness and training, like I've never got anyone ready for a physique show. I'm like, guys, you want to starve yourself for 12 weeks to put on fake tan to impress strangers? You do you. But for me, I want to get people in love with the process because mm. yeah. you have the glamorous stuff of that. But also I say to people, there's going to come a time in your life where you can't take a shit on your own. Yeah. And you get to push that off by 10 years if you resist it's, it's normally the second week of IB. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dan, you're going to have to lift me out of the toilet. That, that was Kit, not Mandy. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you do you want to push this back to people and say to them, like, look, these are these are things you want to fall in, in love for. And if you can get a good relationship with your training, yeah. it might not mean that you're getting a phone call from Women's Health next week. But if you enjoy it, who can take that away? A bit yeah. like the guy with small legs, who can take that away? 
And for you to enjoy the training that you do, puts you in the top 1% of people yeah. that go to the gym. Yeah. And I've been in the gym for the years of the people. I, I like to distinguish between training and exercising. If you go in with an objective to the gym, you're training. If you're going in just to move and sweat for an hour, you're exercising. And if you like that, that's fine. But so many people when they YouTube a hit workout are just exercising, they hate it. They think that they have to be a hamster on a wheel to earn dinner. Whereas people that are training are like, right, I've got my four by eight squats. I'm doing it at this percentage this week. It is an increase from last week. When there's actual structure, people can love it. What about, um, I, I use it as like a routine. I can't, I just can't do without. But he's but got I a have willpower a like no other. No, but I have a shit day if I've not been to the, I just, it's, some, it's like, have, if I don't have a shower, because I'm so busy, or I go to bed in a bad mood and like, I feel scuzzy, I just don't feel right. So I don't know if I've got like some exercise addiction or something, but I, uh, to me it's, I go in, I stick Love Island on or, or Question Time, <laughs> full spectrum of intellectual stimulation. That's my little hour. Like some girls would probably go and get their nails done or something. That's my little pamper hour. I love it. I would say you've probably subconsciously tied this to your relationship with your career in comedy. Maybe. Where you started small, you had to work on it every day. You're also a very fortunate survivor of many comedians that never make it, mm. that today don't have any cameras on them. We still, there's still plenty of time to die yet. <laughs> so like <laughs> that consistency that you would have had to have done to get here. True. You, even though you might not take it for granted, British people are very humble at saying like, oh, I was lucky, I was fortunate. Yeah. But most of the time they weren't. With your exercise regime, you're like, you know what? If I pay in 30 minutes a day, I'll see success with that. Same as showering. If I shower 10 minutes each day, I'll do this by yeah. brushing your teeth. I don't really know that many people that enjoy it, but you see the long-term yeah. benefits. You don't feel right if you don't do it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here. I, I don't, it might be controversial, but I think what's going wrong, staying on the topic of what men like wanting an eight pack and going a bit mental and toxic masculinity, I think there's, and this is probably quite a bad one I'm about to say, I think there's more of a mismatch between what men are doing in the gym to achieve, so heterosexual men, than what women are doing in the gym to achieve. So what I mean by that is, if girls going to the gym and say, I want to I want to have a nice ass and I want to be strong, it tallies roughly with what I hear blokes leching about on my WhatsApp group, roughly. Whereas what I hear men fantasizing about, I want a massive neck that looks like I can't control my bowels if I turn around. I want paper thin skin that develops a carcinoma in a breeze. I don't know a woman that's attracted to that. So there's a mismatch between what yeah. heterosexual men are seeking yeah and the target object, a heterosexual woman to fancy you, as, as there's no match anymore. You're spot on here. So if you were to ask uh, a woman, I'm gonna assume now on behalf of all women, yeah. I'll get cancelled with it's you. It's most weird. Some women do like a big 16 stone bounce to chuck them in the eye, I get that. But most normal they women want is like, are, who are cares, you an arsehole? Yeah. Who yeah. listens, yeah. who respects, yeah. who's humorous. Like these are things that you can't get in the gym, but you know, yeah. these are kind of overlooked. Also, every time that I kind of put on a bit of weight and I, I say I'm dating someone, I'm like, oh, I need to diet. They're like, I like you like that. When I get lean or like a compete at a lower jiu-jitsu weight category, they're like, yeah, put the weight back on. And you're completely right. There's this massive shift in it where men are assuming their own standards, not based off what women might like. But now, again, you can't even say that because someone's like, oh, so you reckon everyone's heterosexual, do you? Yeah, you no, know, I, that's why I was quite clear to say what straight yeah. women are, you know, I don't it's, speak for It's a tough men. debate, but yeah, I completely agree. And I think the better women can communicate that with men. That's it, that, just let, girls need to let us know. When I do stand up about this, the women applaud. They're like, thank you. Yeah, can you hold down a job? Are you gonna inseminate me then fuck off to the next village? You know, I wanna know, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, do you know, the, the realistic target lads, I think is a little bit of exercise, relative bit of self-respect. I'm not suggesting women want you like, like belching a poached egg down a vest whilst drinking a Stella at 9 a.m. But neither, 
do they want you know tiny injection holes back at me shrunken genitals unpredictable mood oh i punched a hole through the utility wall after that steroid but look at my guns as long as you can uh you know open the jam jar that won't open yeah. swing an axe even if you don't need to you know if you can do those kind of things <laughs> and you know, wait a minute swing an axe is that a test of that yeah that's a basic test yeah, of mobility you know if, if you can starve yourself for 12 weeks and tense and i can see your top four abs that's that's cool but you know if there's a zombie apocalypse what's that going to be you're going to yeah, die first yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly so you know i think i think we do need to try and set new standards communication is is one of them as well where you know we do need to normalize it because there are some women that are really attracted to the broccoli wielding tupperware ball bags but most of the time if i was to like you can have james as a neurotic calorie counting prick or you can have him five kg over to go for sushi and wine with you on a Monday night. Yeah. They're not going to so, want the neurotic ball back. DMs crashed. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but what it is, I think some women are attracted to that initially broccoli ball bag. Like, look, women are only human beings. They're going to look at this. There's at time recording. There's a dating program on telly. They're going to look at Davide and say four. But I think the window that that lasts is quite short with women. If you open your mouth and you're a bell end, no amount of broccoli can rescue that. It's also superficial, isn't it? Like, you know, it's only such a small component of your life and there are so many traits that make a person a person. Yeah. And ultimately, if you are gonna to look to have a, a relationship with longevity, you're going to have to, those pillars like we said about being attentive, caring, respectful, those are things that are ageless. And also people go through peaks and troughs with their physique. Like people seem to think that we get to a certain point and we just stay there forever. No, there, there's ups and downs and you, when you go on holiday, there's an up. If you don't get fat at Christmas, you're not fucking doing Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, people need to appreciate that. And if if you can share values with someone, which is probably the most important thing, then the physique side of things should come afterwards. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break there. I just need to do a hit workout. Uh, I've noticed some volume has disappeared off my guns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 